This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace and welcome to this Naked Mind podcast. And I'm here with Halima. Hi, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. How are you, Annie? I'm so good. So good to see you. So let me know, sort of let's start at the very beginning um, with alcohol. Where did it all start for you? Me personally or with in the family? Okay. Yeah started there in the family but with me I think I started at around uh college age I mean there was a a bit of a a taste in high school you know um and then college after college it just took off I mean I was I've always been kind of like uh out there on my own you know and so um I just kind of went into my thing and you know it started out as just like you know in the restaurant business you know you're drinking late you know it's 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 just the life it's part of it you get home five in the morning you sleep all day you know the nonsense so so um that went on for a good good 10-15 years and then I moved to Dubai and it really kicked off really that's interesting it really kicked off um I'll tell you why Annie because um okay first of all as a woman in Dubai you if you want to drink you need to have the permission of a male wow their signature at the police station so (laughs) I wasn't married um so my boss had to vouch for me and a police officer so two men had to vouch for me because I wasn't married so I get permission to drink now you go out to the bars and everything which are attached to hotels there are no alone standing bars it's just not allowed so you go to these elaborate hotels and all the westerners and you just get wasted you just get wasted the drinking the work the work the drinking the travel all of it just goes hand in hand all together and you know I mean the level of drunkenness in that place is unbelievable wow so So what were you what did you move there for oh uh, an adventure oh awesome quite the adventurous but I had two friends that had moved there and were doing really well and I thought you know what I just had a uh, was a partner in a restaurant and that went away and it was time to do something. And I always wanted to live abroad. I'm, I'm a traveler. You know, I just, it's just in me. And so um, I, they were doing so well and working and going to all these exotic places. And I thought, oh gosh, well, why not? And so I went, um, I went, I entered, I stayed there for six weeks. I interviewed and um, I didn't have a job, but I, I had several interviews before I left. And I got, I came home to, Philadelphia, packed up my house and moved there for five years. So 
It was a good, good, good time. Now I have to tell you about this one place that we would go to on the weekends because you you couldn't you can only buy a certain amount at the the the, the liquor stores, okay? Um, based on what your salary was. So wow, you make a thousand dirhams, which is pretty low. You make a thousand dirhams a month, you get to spend a hundred dirhams on booze. Okay, so to avoid that. <laughs> Us Westerners, as expats, we would take turns driving up to this place called Barracuda. Barracuda is in a place called Ras Al-Khaimah, and it's way out there, Annie. I mean, you're, you're, there are camels crossing the street, okay, as you're driving to this place. It's about an hour and a half. You, you have to drive through Sharjah, which is a, uh, a dry emirate, okay? <laughs> and that means absolutely no drinking, but you have to go through there to get to Barracuda. You get stopped in Sharjah, you get deported. But everybody had that drive. You just, you just, you wanted that alcohol. We get there, you'd see Barracuda, the stores were just packed. People with carts full of booze. We had shopping carts. And we would tell ourselves, a lot of us, or some of us, the ones I spoke with and myself, oh, we're just stocking up for the month. And right. getting some for my friends, you know, because this is such a long drive out here. So <laughs> you got to stock up. So you're knuckle, you're white knuckling it all the way through Sharjah, okay, to get back to Dubai. I'm also came up to Barracuda and let the drinking begin. So if you got pulled over in Sharjah, you're in big trouble. You're going you're to be deported. Wow. You're going to be deported. But the risk was it, 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 the desire was stronger and that's crazy when you look back you're like I could have been arrested and deported for buying booze wow and it just it just seems like it's such a like involved process which interestingly involved wow and you could be sitting at a bar, Annie, and if they, if someone decided from the CID or from whomever, if they decided that they want you to show your permission to drink liquor, you better show it. It never happened to me, but they could actually walk up to you at a, a Ruth Chris in Dubai and say, hey, can I have your license, your liquor license? Wow, each individual has to have a liquor. Yeah. So I went just for like a few nights to Dubai once and I was just in the hotels and we drank, but I think I was a, a foreigner and a guest. So it was yeah. like probably yeah. different. Yeah, no worries there. You know, you're flying in, you're flying out. But our passports don't have our religion on them. Okay. okay. Most of the Middle Eastern countries, it has their religion on the passport and it will say Muslim and Muslim, you're not allowed to drink. So, you know. They catch you in a bar and you're a Muslim, you're, you know. Wow. wow. So interesting times, but extremely developed in a gorgeous place. It's just that I was alone a lot. Right. I, I went there as a single person. A lot of families went there together or a, a, a single husband would go and have his family close by in the UK. Um, so everybody is kind of with somebody if you know what I mean. Yeah. I was, I've always been um, kind of a loner, but this was really super alone. And I would, I would take trips every other weekend or so, you know, to six hours, Dubai, where it's located. It's, it's six hours from 
anywhere. There's so many cool places. So yeah. I was hopping, hopping, hopping the planes. And Annie, I, I, it was always drink. There was always drinking. I can't tell you the things I missed out on because I slept through. Oh, I had big plans the night before, you know, while I'm having the booze and whooping it up and doing whatever I wanted to do because I had nobody to answer to. And that really seemed to uh, just really do something for me. And so how did it feel during this point in your life? It felt like uh, a blur. Mm. So I'm experiencing all these amazing things, right? And I, uh, this one time I, I presented at the crown, at the Sheikh's house, at his palace. And I mean, all of these amazing things were going on. We're up for awards, for this, for that. I'm in the media, I'm in the, the, the magazines, all of these things. I'm on judging panels and I'm just going through it. Can't wait to get home, get the booze. Get through the day, go home and get the booze. And it was every day. It was every day. And the days that I didn't work, and it came to a point where I, you know, my friend would say, oh, you, you can bring the bottle with you. Just, <laughs> But, and, and I'm thinking back now, who said that, who's, you don't say that to a person, <laughs> like, they must have thought I was an, I, I mean, obviously, to say you can bring your bottle with it, come stay with us tonight, but you can bring your bottle. Wow. Wow. Interesting. And, okay, so, so. Dubai happens, my life happens, I come back, I'm excited about the States again. Just happy to be home. Um, you know, people don't realize the, um, they don't realize how amazing this country can be, okay? Um, and, until you go to other places and you yeah. live in other places where the rules are changing every five minutes and the, the pressure of being an American, the American, the American. And of course, the American got invited to the bars because the American and the drink. <laughs> right. All Americans drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just what we do. Right. I managed to find liquor stores in places like Qatar where you know you can't drink. I managed to find these places all over. I would talk to taxi drivers. And I just really thought I was doing my thing. I'm living the life. Right. And I clearly, clearly was running. You know, my sister had just died. The restaurant was gone. Um, Dubai seemed like I could disappear. Hmm. And I certainly disappeared. I wanted to be invisible. But still no shame, still not respecting my body, myself, what I had to offer as a person. Um, things, things, you know, I like to think that things kind of came a bit easier for me than some. Um, but when I look at it now, I, obviously I see it different. I, 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 I earned it. I earned yeah. everything. That, but even, um, even that mindset or that thought like probably served you really well. You know. Absolutely served me well. It got me there. Okay. It got me there. I, I, I packed up my stuff and got out and I'm fearless. I had an apartment within two months and Annie, you have to pay your, uh, at this time you had to pay your, your rent for the whole year. Wow. So you're, and they would take checks. 
So you can write two checks for, I, I think my rent, the first was like 98,000 dirham. So that's like close to 25,000, 30,000. You got to write that, those checks out. Give wow. them to the landlord. They don't clear, you go to jail. Wow. So, <laughs> so I'm doing all this stuff and I'm thinking, I got this, you know? I'm, 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 I started out as a consultant. Now I'm, you know, second in command. I'm business unit, head of the business unit. I've got a director's position. Hey, this drinking must be okay. Mm -hmm. I got this. Woke up in my backyard once. Wow. In my villa, I woke up there <clears throat> in the backyard. It's, it, it, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's, it's, it's funny. Like I just laughed, but it was horrible. But I picked myself up, got right back in there. Like nothing happened. I had nobody to answer to. Right. Okay. So, you know, I get back from Dubai. I meet my husband. I was kind of on a mission, you know. Um, I, I, I'm here. I'm home. I want an American man. I want, you know, I want somebody laughing at my jokes. I don't want to be followed because I smiled at somebody. I need to be Halima again. And um, the drinking still carried on, still carried on. Came home, it probably amped up. I I didn't know how where I fit in. Yeah. I didn't know, um, I didn't want to be the know-it-all. I wanted to share with people what my experiences were, but I didn't, I still wanted to be invisible. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I just, I just did, didn't, I had no desire. So I just kind of, I dressed, I dressed very, I used to be extremely stylish, you know, and I started dressing down, gained weight. I just, it was just, and Annie, my day to day when I, okay, so I got married, you know, my husband and I, I think we're both a, a little bit sad when we met each other, but um, we needed each other. Mm -hmm. It worked. It really worked. It works now, but differently because I'm different. Mm. I'm complete. I'm, I'm the same Halima. It's just the better version of me. The version that has clarity. The version that's confident and doesn't need any of the extra. I always thought I was so like outgoing, you know? Yeah. And I am truly. But without that, it's like, I really have to count on me. I really have to look at me. And and that 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 part, Annie, is the best thing I can ever, ever, I can't even explain it to anybody. All I can say is once I, and I'm sorry I'm skipping around, but once I, once I realized that I can't keep this running, I was running to the store every day for my booze. And they got me on the white claws because it was the, the lead up. <laughs> the lead up was, oh, Halima, okay, I'll stop. You know how you stop. Okay, I'm not going to drink the vodka anymore. I'm just going to drink wine. You know the deal. Made all these deals with myself, not realizing until I read your materials that that's much more detrimental because you're beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. You're beating yourself up every time you fall short and you're going to fall short because you're not ready, obviously. <laughs> you're not ready. So I um, you know, switched from this and that. And I mean, I was drinking in the kitchen. The kitchen was my favorite spot because I have that, that's where I cook. I mean, I'm working up magic here. So what if a little bit of it gets burned? <laughs> I'm doing amazing things here. So um, stay out of my kitchen. <laughs> and that's because that's where my stuff is. 
So, you know, all of these tricks and things that you play with yourself and tell yourself to convince yourself you really don't have an issue. But the moment you start thinking you do, please, you you have a problem. Yeah. Um, and, and all I can say is, look, just it, it's the shame and the guilt. Okay. So, so here's the thing after, after, um, when I decided to stop, when I, it was actually December 6th, I was, it was after my birthday, I went to Cherry Creek <laughs> and, um, it, it, the night was over. It was over. It's COVID, things are shut, you know, so it's very minimal anyway, but I decided I'm going to get one more drink. So I walked down the street, my husband's in the hotel, walked down the street, a place is open. This guy makes me a drink. He says, would you like it to go? Said, Obviously, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're doing now, to go drinks. So he puts it in a bottle this big. Oh, guys, one of these huge. Must have been about four or five drinks in it. And I was so excited. I started drinking it on the way back to the room, got to the room, finished some more, woke up that morning, had another, finished the rest of it. And I thought, this is bullshit. This is horrible. I cannot go on one more day running around, getting the booze, getting rid of it so that he, no one sees, drinking in excess to get it all down. For what? For what? So now I'm like, okay, I, I, gotta, I gotta do something. So I called my doctor and I said, Doc, she's my girl. <laughs> she's my girl. I said, I need to come see. Um, and I went in and I told her, I said, look, I've, I've got a problem with alcohol. We had touched on it in the past a little bit because I do my aim. This is the thing. I'm pouring this poison in my body, but I'm, I'm very like on point with everything else in my health, health wise. You know what I mean? Except, except the exercise. Um, but, you know, so I, I, I go to my annual physicals and everything, and she, we would check my, my, my liver levels. That was always a thing. And um, I'd always kind of dread it and I'd brush it off. But you know, knowing that she knew something was up. Well, anyway, I came clean and she said, okay, I got you. She's like, whatever you need, I got you. She said, when you leave this office, you call so-and-so. And she's my therapist and she recommended she was recommended to me by my doctor 10 years ago when I moved here. She said, leave this office and call her immediately. And I did just that. So she started to look into other options, but she knew all about this naked mind, but she was trying to hold back because it was about letting me find my way, which she's always done beautifully, beautifully. And I'm so grateful for that. So I, I signed up for an IOP, uh, outpatient, intensive outpatient. And I sat my husband down and I let him know I'm, 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 I'm ready. And this is the plan. Uh, my, my therapist gave me three locations. I looked at them, one popped out and I was like, that's it. That's mm -hmm. the one for me. Went three months um, of uh, outpatient therapy, three, three days of a uh, group. One day with family counseling, one day with your the the the, the place that the, the counselor at the uh, location, and then I had counseling with my therapist. So I was hitting it hard, okay. And I was going to my doctor every two weeks 
because she says, well, when they're done with you, I've got to deal with the physical bit. So mm-hmm. I need to be in the loop as well. So I watched my numbers go down. I wa- I started to see the improvement. I started to, but but at first though, at first, Annie, I couldn't remember anything. I was bumping into stuff. I was uh, having to take a different route to work. So I wouldn't think about, but I had, cause I had my spots right. and people, and they knew me and Annie, I'd go in there and get the big white claws. So I'm carrying like six of them you know, or however many I could get and not even thinking of being even embarrassed because I wanted what I wanted. And I was just got to get through, get through what? Didn't know exactly what at that point. But the dream team, I call my girls the dream team. They came through, hooked it all up and watched over me carefully like like nothing I'd ever experienced in my life. And I never knew that, that I, 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 I knew they were available to me. Obviously I wouldn't have reached out, but I didn't know they were available to me at that level. They mm-hmm. really cared. And for me, that was so different. Um, the experience, me actually feeling it because before I didn't let myself feel a lot. Feeling for me was extremely dangerous. Yeah because the people closest to me have hurt me. And so if you can't trust them, so you're just like, well, it's just me. So me is my safe place. And uh, so the journey began. And as the days went on, it got prettier and prettier. The, the, I mean, everything I, I could feel, I started to feel the sun on my skin again. It wasn't just me going through the motions of getting there, get back to get to, to get up here, get here before he gets home. I mean, I was worn out. <laughs> I was exhausted from my drinking. Um, so I started listening to your podcast and I was like, okay, this is it. Now I'd heard this naked mind once in, in, in the outpatient therapy, one person had mentioned it. And then my therapist, she threw it out there about two months into our, our sessions or however many months into our sessions. And I blew it off. And then I said, okay, I'm into audio. Let's listen to some podcasts. I listened to the podcast, Annie. My story was in so many of the stories. And I started to feel I'm not, not, it's easy to say I didn't feel alone. I started to feel like I was a part of, I was a part of a community. I was part of something bigger than um, even just me, something bigger than going and sitting in, 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 a, in, a, in an AA room, a, a meeting. I, 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 I thought that was my only option. And, and I've heard this so many times in your podcast and so many people have said it as well. You think that's your only option and that is a, a, a turnoff in itself. Right. Because who in the world wants to go somewhere at the start of your day <laughs> or the end of your day telling them I'm an alcoholic, I'm broken, I'm, I'm like as if I can't come back from this. You know, as if this is me. It's something I did. It was a behavior. It's something I did. It's not even close to who I am. 
I love that. You know, and when, and when I hear people say, oh, you're just a different person now. Uh Uh-uh. I'm the same freaking crazy leans. I'm just, it's just the better version of me. It's me knowing what's going on. It's me being a part of life. It's me, it's me having, uh, knowing that I can um, dream and, and get, get it sometimes, but now it's, I know I can dream and I can get it every single time. I, I can get exactly what I want. There is nothing that um, I can't do. And, but I always, I, I always have been a go-getter, like I said, and I always knew and I've always accomplished. But this time it's like, oh my God, what, what's going to happen? <laughs> what's going to happen? Because I'm on fire. Right. I mean, it's literally, I'm literally, I, I, I left my job. I was like, you know what? What am I doing sitting here? feeling less than, feeling like um, uh, out of place, not not stimulated, feeling like um, not shining, you know, like why, 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 you don't, you're not invisible anymore. That's not what you want. That's not who you are. It's time to come into exactly who you were meant to be. And I'll tell you another thing, alcohol kept me from thinking that I could be a mother. I told myself, you drink too much or, um, you, you know, you, you couldn't stay off the booze long enough. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it talked me out of all of the things that I want. And now I know what I want. It's like, look out, look out because there's nothing else to do. Literally, any if I feel like I'm skipping down the road sometimes. I mean, and I did skip down the road on my last day at work. <laughs> but um, I've, it's, it's been it's been so intense. It's been the happiest time and the worst time of my life. But I would not have had it. I, I can do it. I'm doing it sober, and it's doable. And getting through the pain is. It takes a lot less time because you're not running. You, and you, you actually trust yourself and are confident enough in yourself to believe that you can, you can do this. You can make it. You don't, you, you can get past this stuff. This, I, I made the mistake of thinking I, I could leave my childhood stuff behind. It's time to just move on. It's time to get, nope. You got to work through that stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you can heal the baby that's that's so broken inside you know um I I I, I didn't realize how much I cared of what people thought <laughs> you yeah. know and doing that work is intense um watching my uh, uh, uh the way I speak to people the way I carry myself the way you know what what makes what makes me happy? I ask myself those questions. I I question everything. And you know, it's amazing the amount of things we we listen to and just take. Mm-hmm. And those are those childhood thoughts that somebody told you. And it's like, well, who said and why? And how does that apply to me? How do they know? They don't know me. <laughs> how can that even be? So examining yourself and all of that and doing and, and finally seeing the fruition of your labors. 
mm-hmm. actually seeing, I, I felt it, Annie, like uh, a couple of days ago, I was like, oh my God, oh, I, I think I got it. I actually am figuring this stuff out and I feel good. You wonder sometimes how in the world people can say, oh, I'm happy, I'm happy. You're like, yeah, right. And you believe it. You're like, nobody can possibly be happy all the time or happy in their life. They've got to have something wrong with that. That was one of my mantras. I would tell myself, you know, I had to ask myself, Halima, why can't you be happy? Why can't you be a mom? Why can't you be a business owner with the the way you want it? Why can't you? Why can't you? Hmm. Couldn't come up with one valid reason. So it was time to get moving. It's time to get moving. You know, stop waiting to be happy. Get on it. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I have, I, I feel amazing. But you know what? Also in this journey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose. I'm, there's a loss. Right. You know, there's the loss. You know, um, I've gone to uh, events that didn't scare me. I've sat at a bar because I wanted to know what, what was it about the bar that you really liked? It was mm-hmm. the talking to people, the yeah. people watching and the, it's, oh, you know, eavesdropping. So I did that. Gave, give, give it to yourself. Don't be afraid. Challenge yourself. Don't be afraid. And God forbid you have it. You want to taste it and see what it's like. It's not the end of your world. No. But just remember, you're putting poison in your body. It's actual poison. And you're masking it. It's actual poison. <laughs> and so I went to go to these, these events. I went to this one party. And it was great. I was on the rooftop, Annie, and Boogie Nights was on, and I was having a good time, and I was dancing, and I just looked up at the sky, and I was just like, this is the best. I'm having the best time. I'm the only sober one here. (laughs) I know when it's time to go. I know what's going to happen to her, what's going to happen to him. (laughs) And I remembered the best parts of the evening, Mm -hmm. like really. And I danced, and I couldn't remember the last time I had danced without a drink so cool you know AA is not for me and I'm not sure it's helped a lot of people but I'm not going to use that as uh, a cover with the damage I feel like is being done mm-hmm. you know it's, it's damaging I, uh, a friend myself and I we were both in the IOP program together she chose the AA route after and kept 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 on me, on me. I'm going to a 6.30 meeting. You want to go, you want to go, you want to go, you want to go. And I say to her, uh, I think it's great. That's your way. As politely as I could, I'm not interested. But mm-hmm. I think I made the mistake of the first time saying, oh, I, I might go. Because I'm, I, I don't feel like you can really have a fair assessment on educated right. if you if you've not given it a shot I just didn't even think I could walk in there mm-hmm. and I thought I'm not going to do that to myself so I had to end up severing the relationship because she continued to ask me continued and then had the audacity to say well I'm just not I don't think I can hang out with somebody who's not in AA mm-hmm. Meanwhile, 
you you've relapsed three times and I'm still in, I'm still doing my thing with this naked mind. <laughs> you know, it's and 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 I and, and my heart goes out to you, but you're not gonna put me down. You see, that's the only that's the other thing about this not drinking. I can speak my truth without and be heard mm. instead of, you know, this is here comes Lane's again. She's kind of, you know, I can say it and I it's it's clear and concise. And it's still said with love and grace and not nasty and not built up because I've learned how to manage my emotions, you know, but that set me off. And I thought, you know, I'm the one, I'm the one that's disinviting you. How about that? Because I can't have you in my life doing that, making me feel bad because I don't want to go and sit in that forum i'd sit in on an in I'd, i've listened to 10 eight, 10 10 podcasts <laughs> back to back i'd do that any day over and um it's just i just don't i it, it, i i felt i was able to let go of the shame and the the disgrace and everything i felt when i read your book mm-hmm. that's when because that kept me down that kept me, I was so ashamed and so ashamed that, oh God, I fell asleep in the backyard. Now I said it like I fell asleep in the backyard <laughs> it, because I'm, 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 I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I am so freaking proud of myself because all of that angst you give yourself leading up to it, I can't do it. I can't do it. How am I going to manage this? How are my friends going to feel? Am I going to be the same? Am I going to still be funny? You're going to be even better. Yes. You're going to be like even better. And you're going to know, you're going to have boundaries and, 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 and boundaries, man. I'm just telling you, they're like gold. And you know, and, and, and just keep helping yourself. Keep keep improving yourself. And it's okay. Scream it from the rooftops. If you ask me, I will tell you. Someone said to me recently on vacation. Is it okay if I have a glass of wine? Is it okay if I have mayo on my sandwich? Right. Gluten-free pizza? Is that okay? <laughs> Chick was like, yeah, I'm like, don't make it deep because right. I'm not the one with the problem. Right. <laughs> Any it, when I started reading the science and everything behind anybody who has put a bottle to their lip and there's alcohol, you have a problem yeah. because it's poison. It alters you. It it's so in your system, it, and it was so in my system. I don't know how many sober days I had because it's just in your system. So I, I feel like I was at it every day. Yeah. yeah. And um and, and and once you once you realize you've been operating on on all of that because you've been running away from being sad for a few for a while. Because mm-hmm. you just you, you're so afraid. But that's ingrained in us. That's not our fault. We're taught to kind of run from it and to suck it yeah. up. And you know, I mean can tell you the amount of times my my the female women in my family you know suck it up yeah or don't cry don't cry and for me it was um I'm gonna I don't yeah I treat you differently yeah because you are different mm-hmm. and you know you, you get those kinds of um uh those types of reinforcement and you think that they're golden as a child mm-hmm. because like 
I was told, uh, you know, I could leave you alone. You you can entertain yourself. You 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 know, I never have to bother with you. Like I used to wear that as a badge. Mm. I thought I was the good girl because I was quiet mm. and I didn't make too much trouble. That's what I've done my whole life. And I, you don't know this until you actually get dig, dig in there and figure all these little things out and turn it around because you can turn it around. You got to give yourself the chance and you got to put the bottle down and all that other stuff and just have some, have some clarity and figure it out and cry and not mm -hmm. be ashamed to cry, not be ashamed to ask somebody, hey, can you sit with me? Look, I need you. It's all of that is so good. It's okay. It truly is, but you got to give yourself permission. And, um, you know, Annie, it's, it's the, the kids I worry about a lot too, because they think it's okay. You know, I mean, times do I have to hear, oh, you go to college, you're supposed to do that. You have fun. You're young. You're supposed to be doing that. Well, how about you're supposed to be fortifying your soul and your, and your, and your mind and your body if you plan on bringing another human in the world so you can do that properly? How about we go into the concert and listen to the music mm -hmm. and enjoy what the show that they've given us, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and stop wanting something else when the good is right there in front of you you know but you gotta yeah. realize it and you gotta you gotta know it's okay to, to, to feel shitty because like I said I have crappy crappy days probably had one yesterday but you use the tools in your toolbox the stuff that you've learned and you keep on moving and you got this and don't wait that 10 years. I just want to tell people, I touched on the kid bit, don't fall for that excuse. Don't fall for that, that you're supposed to be young. And you're supposed to be, yeah, you're supposed to be young. You're supposed to have fun, do fruitful and healthy things. Right. Do things that, do things that, that, um, that, that make you feel in, in a part of the community and a part of this world. Don't, don't, that, that's, that's not the answer. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's just not, there's so much more. And if you can save yourself the time that 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 I wish I had saved. Mm. You can't go back, and I have no desire to. But if I could have saved myself those ten years when I thought I had a problem, mm -hmm. I um I, I can't say I'd be happier than I am now because I'm thrilled. But things would be think I it. it I'm just saying, if you can get off the booze, <laughs> save your liver as soon as you can, it's not that important. You don't need it. And if anybody tells you you need it to get the job, it's not the place for you. Right. It's not the place for you. It might be the place for somebody else. I love that. Oh, I love that all so much. I want to ask you um, to tell me more about how you experience boundaries because you just yeah. lit up when you talked about boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> they're so exciting. They used to be daunting. You think like you have to tell somebody a boundary and that's such a bad thing. Like, okay, don't touch my things. Well, that, you know, you can show, you can do it with kindness and grace. So my boundaries look something like, um, you know, I don't feel ashamed anymore that I need a few minutes that I need some space, mm. okay? That I need to go into my head and regroup. I'm not afraid to ask for that. And so in the home now, it's, you know, um, because of our attachment styles, we, we're learning um, better ways of communicating. 
And so, uh, so what he needs to hear is that I'm not going away. I will be back. I will be back. <laughs> and I can give that to him because I love him. It's an extra step. Okay, so in turn, I need that as well. We building the respect. So when I need my space, I babe, I'm gonna need some time to myself. Um, see you around dinner time. You know, and that keeps him from, you know, peeping in and you know, that makes me anxious. Those things make me anxious because like I said, the, 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 that's a safe place for me. My, my, by myself, I know I need to balance it, but um, I, I really need that. And so just getting that, just being heard, you can get that from boundaries. <laughs> you, can, just, you had such an independent life, right? And so- Such an independent life. And I felt like I had to make excuses for that too. I've made excuses for my successes, hmm. for my triumphs. I didn't dumb them, dim them down. Uh, I don't talk about them as much because I don't want to make someone else feel bad. Hey, I I did those things. Right, right. I did all of that. They were amazing. I have every right to. So, but you know, boundaries. Um, uh, uh, this is my space. This is my space. Everything in this space gets to look the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. Every single thing in the space is me. That's my boundary. My husband likes to, he loves, he's an art artist. So he, wouldn't that look better there? Wouldn't that look better? Nope. And, and for a while I thought, yeah, he's an artist. He knows more. Selling myself short. Now I'm a person who knows what she likes. Right. And very, very capable of, of, of displaying it. You know, so you, you get a little lost. You get, you, you're, you're found. It's up and down. It's up and down. But just remember the ups because we, because it's just, it's so much better. And it's just, I, I just can't even tell you the life I'm living and what's getting ready to happen for me. I don't know. Just, I so what I hear you saying is that, you know, boundaries for you, yeah. at least give you permission to be more of who you are yes. and not about changing anybody else. Exactly. Just mm-hmm. letting you know what um what my expectations are, what what not expectations are, what am I what my desires are. What you're gonna do, what you're not gonna do. What I'm gonna yeah, what my deal breakers are and what they're not. And um and I don't feel anything about that because I'm confident now. I I, I got the confidence back because the confidence went away and it's like Wow. I mean, just, just the normal things. I look better. Mm-hmm. My, um, my skin's better. You, you know, the drill the weight starts coming off. So I'm almost at a year. January 4th will be a year. And, um, I'm, it's, it's awesome. And it's awesome. And I thank you. I mean, I seriously, seriously thank you and the Naked Mind community, because I think I probably have listened. Oh my gosh. I don't know. However many you got, I'm up to five something. <laughs> and some of them make me laugh, girl. <laughs> so good. So, you know, and, and oh, I can't even tell you the amount that I've sent out, how many times I've listened. Sometimes it's just like my, my music. It's my background because it just feels good to know that um, you're out there. Oh, you made this mainstream. You really did because you know, seriously, I, I was so afraid of going to AA. 
I thought, I don't know how I could do that. There has to be another way. Mm-hmm. My buddy, my buddy, my girls. <laughs> so you're, you're part of the dream team, you know. Oh, thank you so much. That's amazing. I love being part, part of the dream team. team. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's cool. it. So, so let me ask you the question we sort of end these with, which is if you were going to go back in time to Halima, who everything felt like was a blur and, you know, was on her own and, and making that long <laughs> illegal, well, maybe not quite illegal, but ish. Uh, it was, girl, it was. <laughs> That's the other thing, honesty. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Honesty. You just got to call it what it is. That's yeah. what it was. I was trafficking. <laughs> no, it's not funny. If um, you were going to go back and tell her what life is like now, what would you say? What life is like now? Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell her that it's, it's really going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You're a sweet, sweet, sweet girl. And you're going to make it. You're going to love it. And you're going to have so much fun. Let it happen. And don't be afraid. That mm-hmm. seriously, that you're not. You might be walking alone, but you're not alone. You're gonna be all right. That's what I would say. <laughs> it's just, it's just life has so much to offer, and it's so beautiful. And just don't dumb it down. That it's just not needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's better. And. <laughs> Now, I mean, I'm starting a business that'll be happening uh, in March. I'm getting puppy tomorrow. <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep on the keep improving myself, and I'm just gonna have a great life. I'm having a great life, and I'm going to accept myself and realize that some things will go away, and some better things are definitely coming along. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening to this, just seriously, you got it. You got it. You just got to hang in there. I can do really seriously. Looking in the mirror is not a bad thing either. I couldn't. I couldn't look in the mirror for such a long time. Yeah, it's a shame, you know. You got to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> really, it is. That's yeah. All mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, it was so good. Yeah, that was so, that was hard for me too, to relearn how to look in the mirror and like what I see. Seriously, because it was so, so many things you didn't want to see that you like, and then the, the thought, oh, and that's another thing, you know, you got to, Annie, I found it difficult to let go of um, the stuff, mm-hmm. the nights that you don't remember, the nights you do remember, the ignoring people you never should have given yourself to your heart even a minute mm-hmm. you know but that's what happens when you don't have that self-worth and um it's a shame that alcohol exacerbates that but that's all it's doing is exacerbating it's not the cause of it <laughs> you have to deal with the root cause of it. and once you do it's, there's such freedom in that there's such peace in that and you'll find that peace wherever you go. And you also won't allow the crap into your world because it's so sacred. You've done, you, you have to look at all the work you've done. You have to fact check what you've done. 
can really be proud of it because you will never let anybody take that away from you. Yeah. Or any situation, any anything, nothing will take that away from you. Whatever's going on in the world, China, here at home, you can manage it. You will manage it all. You will make sense of it in a sound and 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 and, and well thought out way. Your mind is not going to go crazy. You're not going to over-speculate. <laughs> you know, you're not going to make up these stories in your head because you think you are a, a tarot card reader. And I thought I was, you know, I knew everything. I could see in the future once I was drinking my booze. Let me tell you, you know, <sighs> it's just so much better in the seat. It's so mm-hmm. much better. And people around you benefit from it. Yes. Just... Like yeah totally and and it is interesting the amount of people who will go to the ends of the earth to explain to you their drinking uh, routine yeah like, wow i didn't even ask but okay right talk about it <laughs> we can talk about it i'm cool with that too when you're ready <laughs> it's always because... in the in the version of justifying their own yeah. <laughs> you know doing this whole thing right and it's so fascinating because it's like, what else do you go around justifying? Like you said, eating mayonnaise. Like, right. Don't do that. You don't have to justify that. You just you don't have to justify it. So let me ask you something. Zola. Zola. <laughs> Climbed up on me. Um, so what I'm sure because you're very known for um this naked mind. I'm sure people get, I see some ridiculous questions online and stuff. I mean, what do people, this ridiculous. So what I, um, What do you say to people when they, because I, when, what do you say? I mean, I've learned, I've listened to a couple of the Q&A sessions that, you, that you've done, but what, you know, just a quick, a quick one-liner, like when they say, do you mind if I have a drink? Or what are you going to do? They're going to be drinking there. I say, not at all. I'll buy you a drink. That's great. Buy him a drink. Because that's the thing is like, people already put up such a barrier, right? And I think that all, any ability to influence comes from rapport. It comes from connection. And so the the more that I can help them feel connected with me as a human, then the more that maybe if they ever do want to talk about it, they would, they would talk to me. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, let me buy. What you drink it? That's great. Except, yeah. except I, I do love my the money I'm saving. Right, I'm saving. right. <laughs> I don't know if I because I'm buying some nice things. I'm not, I'm not gonna buy you the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get top shelf, but I'll get you the uh, mid middle shelf. And, and I know that people probably don't like agree with that. And mostly people aren't gonna let me buy him a drink, but even just saying that, they're like, oh no, no, I can't have you buy me a drink. It's just funny that way. So I've never yeah, yeah. actually bought a drink, but just by saying that all yeah. of a sudden. So I said that the other day to somebody and they're like, oh, so you're really cool with it. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then, so a bunch of people came over and they all brought their booze and stuff. And, and somebody was like, so can you tell me how this is for you? And I was like, sure. I was like, I, how do you think it is for me? And he's like, well, I think you probably feel like kind of bummed that you're not drinking. And I was like, no, I, I sit here and my experience of this is like, gosh, I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. I feel so thankful that, yeah. and I was like, you do you, it's t- super fine. But like, 
I've done that. I know how that feels. You know I've been you there. You know right? how it ends. Like, I know me. And I, I know this too. And I know this is better, right? Like, I know so- this is better. I know that I've got my Saturday. I don't have to worry about, I mean, saying yes to events is so different than before mm-hmm. because you, I used to feel like, oh, I'm going to need the next day off or, um, oh, Saturday, Sunday's old shot, you know, boozy brunch. Oh, next two days or, you know, now I know, oh, I'm getting up. We're going running. We're going, we're going, we're going on our hike today. I, I know I'm not going to be hungover. I know, I know what I said and I know what I did <laughs> and it's great. What do you do about events like at your house or, I mean, do you still offer people? So stuff? for a while I was doing both. So like my first year that I um, stopped drinking, I would make like virgin sangria and regular sangria, or I'd have mocktails and regular drinks um, because I was, you know, like I, I always invite people over and I was always having a lot of people around. Okay. It was interesting because so many people, when it was an option, would actually choose the virgin stuff. And so I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then after a while, um, people kind of knew. And so it would just be like BYOB if, if people wanted something, but yeah, I I think it kind of depends on the crowd too. Um, but yeah, I just, I just try to keep it really chill. Like, just like you said, like with mayonnaise, like, you know, like, or if, if I was a vegetarian, like I might still, if you want me to bring the hot dogs, that's cool. But like, I'm like right. Like, and, 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 and um, I think that as time goes on, that will totally not be a thing or not be, you know, stigmatized because you, you now see non-alcoholic drinks on the menu, options on the menu. Um, uh, when I ask the bartender for a mocktail or, you know, to be creative, something non-alcoholic, they're like, oh yeah, they get excited. You know, yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, you know. It's like, no, I'm good. Please don't feel sorry for me. Like, please, it's not a thing. And and I really, I I have to go back to that. And thank you for that again as well. Because when I really felt strongly about that, I didn't mean, I I had no desire to drink. It just didn't matter to me at all. I stopped counting the months. I was counting the days, the months. It just didn't matter because I didn't wake up thinking about not doing it. I woke up thinking about living my life. You know, yeah. that's what I want to be reminded of. Not, oh, Halima, um, I'm, I'm Halima and I'm an alcoholic. No, I'm Halima and I'm fantastic. And yes. I'm going out there and I'm going to go get it. <laughs> you know, that's what I want to say to myself. And so why are they doing that to those people? Logically, it doesn't make sense. Psychologically, it doesn't make sense. Why would you do, you bring yourself down to have to build yourself up every day? Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to, it's a recipe for disaster. To always yeah. be tied to that. I don't want to be tied to alcohol anymore in that way. It makes it it makes it bigger. That was my experience. Yeah. It makes this bigger in my life. I want this to be small and irrelevant. And and I don't want to do something where I have to do that then for the rest of my life either. Like I, you know, what are you gonna do? I don't want to give alcohol any more power by going to meetings about alcohol. <laughs> Inundating myself with that every day. It just doesn't make sense. You could think that anything that you do that would be detrimental. If you tell yourself every day you're a monster, what's that going to do to you? Mm-hmm. You know, you believe it and you live that. So how come they can't see that? So I'm grateful. 
I'm so grateful. And um, I, I want to scream it from the rooftops. Please ask me about it. <laughs> but I wait for them to ask because, you know, you don't yeah. want to even know it all. So I wait, but please ask. I can't wait for them. Oh, it's so good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love your story. I appreciate your time. It's been <laughs> I thought I was going to be in tears. That's why I'm putting the um, eye makeup on. I thought I was going to be in tears, but no tears. Maybe the tears are over. Maybe it's over. Okay. Have you tried the alcohol experiment? Okay, if not, drop everything and go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash experiment. This free 30-day challenge is designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You remember it was that version of you that's living your most joyful life, the version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or to have a good time and is having more fun than ever. And again, this is a totally free challenge that will change everything for you. So learn more and join me 100% free at thisnakedmind.com forward slash experiment. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.